Welcome everyone to High Frequency Mindset Podcast. And I am very pleased to welcome today's guest, Julie Fouch. Julie, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here with you. Oh, I, I, likewise. I'm so looking forward to our conversation. So uh, we were chatting a little bit earlier. Uh, if you could just maybe give us uh, an overview of you and who you are. Yeah, thank you. So I am the founder of the Art of Feminine Business and the Art of Feminine Marketing. And I, when I started my coaching practice, I'll give you a secret. I marketed myself as the kick-ass biz coach, right? And I was all masculine. I was all business. I was like, here's what you do at a networking event. Here's where you need a free gift. And here's how to blah, blah, blah. And here's how to take action. And we're going to schedule out your day. And I was working and, and I was loving it, but it started to feel really flat. And what would happen during my coaching calls is I would be coaching someone and they'd be like, so I need to figure out topics for my newsletter. And I would tune in and I would say, great, we can do that. But you know, what happened to you when you were five? Or... <laughs> We can do that. Um, what's going on with your uh, with your kid? Something's happening with your kid. And I was really using my intuition and actually tapping into my ability to see the unseen and to cross over into the spirit realms. Um, and and I wasn't advertising that, so my clients would come in expecting this very masculine straightforward, ramp it up, push it ahead coach, and they would get this very deep transformational work. Yeah. Um, and finally, I was, I was in a, a mastermind group with a, a bunch of six and seven figure earners in the industry. And I was talking about this and they were like, you have to start telling people like that's your magic you have to start telling people and I was sure that it was going to crash my business I was sure I'd never have any more clients but what happened was I sent an email and I said in the email I even sometimes will read tarot cards as part of a coaching session and I sat there my husband was on the other side we were at our mountain house and he was at the other side of the dining room table and I sat there and he said, are you sure you want to send that? And I said, I think I am. Right? And tears streaming down my face as I pushed the send button. But when I did that, everything opened up for me. I started to bring more of who I am into my, my coaching, into my marketing, into my whole way of being. I started to receive more and more messages from source. You know, I had always, people would say things like, I got a download and I think, oh, you yeah. had an idea. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? And then I started to get the downloads and my business grew hugely. That was when I crossed over the six figure line. That was when things started happening with ease. Um, that was when I started having the, uh, everything, the resources to be able to take four vacations a year, right? It was like everything shifted because I made that shift. And I think that's part of what it means to be in the feminine is yeah. how do we bring 
all of us to the table, not just the masculine aspects of us, which is what we've been taught right, our whole right. lives. But how do we bring the feminine? Yeah. I, I, and that is so crucial, right? Because we need to be fully integrated beings um, to really live the life we're called to live. Um, the, the idea of, it, you know, having only that masculine energy, because we all have it, right? We, we have yeah. all different kinds of energy and, and it's just an illusion and delusion that we label it as masculine or feminine. And yet, it, historically, there's been so much value and worth placed on that, that we've really neglected the other part to our detriment, perhaps. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, and, and really what happens in the feminine is that's where new ideas come from. Mm -hmm. That's where creation happens. That's where we get, you know, we birth new things in the world. So yeah. if we ignore our feminine, we ignore this whole part of ourselves that's so freaking powerful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and once you kind of admit to yourself <laughs> who you are, uh, then that, that energy resonates and attracts in like kind. Uh, so it's, your experience is just amazing. I love it. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. So what would be a, a technique or, or a tip maybe that you could share with somebody who is kind of in that, gosh, I, I, I think I need to have that kind of a breakthrough. What would you suggest for them? So the first thing is to pause. Mm -hmm. So understand that the masculine energy is a ramp up and a push, right? Mm -hmm. And a repeated push, push, push. Um, the feminine is about taking space about deepening your understanding about widening your capacity to receive the feminine is much slower she reveals and if you think about you know um the feminine likes foreplay like <laughs> seriously yeah. that feminine energy needs to be sort of seduced into oh, I, uh, I want to reveal what I know. You know, the feminine shows up that way. And so if you're in that space, the first thing to do is pause. Yeah. Take time to listen. Listen to what your soul is telling you. Listen to what source is saying to you. Notice the signs around you. You know, I'm, I, um, I'm really big on noticing coincidence. So, you know, if I have an animal that's an unusual animal, not the little cottontail bunnies that run around here all the time, but, you know, if, if a badger shows up at my front door, I'm going to stop and go, whoa, what the heck is Source trying to tell me here? You know, if I have three people in a row say, you have to read this book, it's like, there's a message in that book for me. Yes. Right. So it's yeah. noticing what's happening, noticing the coincidences, noticing, um, you know, what's going on. What are the thoughts that are coming up? What are the emotions? Did you just say, hey, I need to learn how to rebrand myself. And then all of a sudden you get three branding messages as the first things that pop up on Facebook. 
like yeah. <laughs> pay attention. Right. Yeah. Those kinds of things. I mean, how often does that happen to us? Right. All the time. Once you start to notice it. Yeah. Um, exactly. Mindfulness. That's, that's what it mindfulness. is. Yes. And, and as you were saying that, I, I thought back to something you said earlier, um, uh, about you know the the messages you're getting about and what about that thing that happened when you were five years old um because as we explore a mindfulness practice um if people are just embarking on that for people who experience trauma like when they were five years old right uh the the mindfulness can be very triggering and so how would you suggest that somebody maybe ease into a practice yeah, I think um, you need to learn to create safe space for yourself. Mm-hmm. So for me, I have um, morning practices. And, you know, the first morning practice is I bring myself present. And then I allow source energy to flow, flow through me. And when you bring source energy in, it, it strengthens you. And then you can just create a bubble of love around yourself, yeah. knowing that whatever pops up, um, you can treat it with love. And if you can treat the little five-year-old you with love, and, and, and that's where the trauma comes from. You know, there's stuff that happens and then we shut it off. And then that little five-year-old part of us doesn't get loved. Mm-hmm. And so, and I mean, if it's really deep trauma, you work with somebody who's trauma-informed, right? right? And have them help you. But so often the traumas are small. Like for me, um, the trauma of, Um, oh, things like, oh, one day I was maybe 10 or 12 and my dad was working. My dad was a contractor working across town and the hose came off the back of the toilet. I had no idea what to do. (laughs) I must've been about 12. So my sister, who's four years younger, got on her bike and rode to my dad. And I literally had a bucket and I was dumping it outside the window and then letting the water run and dump it. And my dad came furious and he was just like, why did you turn the, turn the water off? Yeah. Well, because while my brothers had been taught all the construction stuff, I had no idea at all. And, and that kind of thing, you know, as a little kid, you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. Yeah. Of course, I see that there's a handle there now, now that you pointed <laughs> it out to me, you know, so that kind of stuff you can, you can usually work through right. um, with a good coach or, you know, a mastermind mm-hmm. buddy, deeper trauma, you really need to find somebody who is trained in trauma. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to say about that is sometimes the trauma is not ours. Yes. Sometimes the trauma you're working through is an ancestor's trauma. And there are all kinds of rules that then get built into your family. Um, And that's something where I find working with someone is really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, what I do with my clients is I'll I'll go into the Akashic Records, which is a record of your soul. And we look for those things. Are there places in your ancestry? And I'll say to my clients, they'll be like, so, you know, I was trying to do this sales conversation, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be looking and I'll say, yeah, what's your grandmother's story? You know, it always feels a little like 
it's not connected to them. But for me, I'm seeing that the, the, whatever it is popping up for them is because their grandmother had some, something happen to her. And then she created a rule about how you are supposed to be in the world. And we don't know that stuff, right? It really, we need to be um, in reflection, taking advantage of, of this idea of, okay, because anybody can do this. Anybody can go, hey, I'm thinking about my grandma. I don't know why I should be focused on this, right? Oh, maybe there's a wound there from grandma. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's amazing how we carry those things with us from past generations and, you know, ancestral, societal, cultural, more immediate familial issues. Um, and yes. it, we're, we're the ones who are here to work it out, right? In one way or another. Yeah, there's this lovely story. Um, I don't even know what tribe it is and I can't remember who told me, but there's this lovely story. And I see this all the time too. When I'm working with a client and I'm in those realms, I'll see this that behind us, there's seven generations of, um, oh, that's that's the, left, the right side. Behind us, there's seven generations of grandfathers and fathers and grandfathers and uncles and cousins. And, and on the other side, there's seven generations of mothers and grandmothers mm -hmm. and aunties and cousins. And all of them are looking at us saying, is she the one? Yeah. She the one that's gonna change this for our lineage is she the one who is going to heal this thing that has plagued us mm -hmm. and we are in a time period on the planet where we've had a cracking open of society <laughs> in a big way um that is really calling us forward yeah to do that work to do our own healing work I, I think the scales have fallen away from a lot of people's eyes and hearts um, it, it, over the past couple of years. Yeah. It's just an acceleration of things, it seems. It's an acceleration. And, and I think you can see that in the number of um, new, new coaches. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long you've been doing this, but I've been in this world for about 20 years. And oh my gosh, there are so many new coaches right now. And I think it's because... So many people have gone through their own, as you said, the scales have fall, fallen away. And so they've gone through their own process and they're like, this work is it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and once you experience it, it's, it's such a passion and a calling to help guide other people to experience the same thing. Yeah. 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 Amazing. So, uh, on your website, I was looking and you're talking about feminine marketing, the art of feminine marketing. So what would be an example of that? So when we work in the feminine, when we build our business in the feminine, we begin in that spiritual space. We begin in that, um, the pause between breaths when the answers come. And so what I'll do and what I teach my clients to do is when you're getting ready to market, let's say you've got a big launch coming up. So 
you've got a challenge, you want to do it on Facebook, whatever, or maybe you've got a course that you're getting ready to sell. The first thing to do is really to stop and tap in, connect with your highest self, stand in the energy of the woman who has what you want. The next thing I have them do is have a conversation with the energy of their business. So your business is actually its own energy body. It has its own energy body. As such, it's got thoughts, it's got opinions, it's got ideas about how things should be and ways that will make things much more effective. So we have that conversation. We talk about, hey, I'm gonna launch this product. How do you think, you know, what do you think I should do? How do you want me to do it? Um, I remember a few years ago when I was, when we were still doing live events, and <laughs> we'll get back to that. Yeah. Um, and I, um, I was talking to my business and I said, okay, so I'm leading up to the live event. I'm selling tickets. Uh, my coach wants me to do a webinar. My coach kept saying, you've got to do webinars. You've got to do webinars. And my business was like, no, 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 no webinars. Get on Facebook, do Facebook live. Um, get, you know, record yourself put it on LinkedIn, but no webinars. And so I didn't do webinars. Still had a really successful event, right? But it was because my business was like, webinars are not right for you. Now that could change, right? So every time I'm going to sit down, I'm going to say, business, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to record this? Or how do you want me to sell this? Right. Um, I'll then tap into the energy of, excuse me, what I like to call my um, tribe's representative. So like, you know, you've got a union rep. If you're in a union, your tribe has a rep. So I tap into that energy of the collective of the women who are going to be served by this. And I just ask, what do you need to hear from me? What is it that you will gain from this? How do you want me to find you and speak to you? Yeah. And that's where I start the planning. I haven't done anything. I haven't put a single thing out anywhere to tell people this is going on. And that's all the planning. So that's part of the feminine. Yeah. And then we can write email copy. We can write our web page. That's all tapping into your masculine. But the masculine in its highest vibration is meant to serve the feminine. So we go to the feminine first. And we create those pathways. You know, I'll do a clearing. I'll send out um, an energy ball and clear the pathway so that the people that are meant to be served, not everybody, right? I'm not out there fish. I'm not throwing a net catching everybody. I just want the people that I agreed before I was born to come here and serve. And yeah. so I'm throwing out these balls of light and clearing an energetic pathway. Yeah clearing the pathway. And then I send my email. Th that is the most important part, everything that you've just described, because everything is energy, right? And uh, I think that that groundwork is so essential. And that's so con contrary to what our, our, you know, the masculine impulse is to, let's just, do it. Let's just get it done. Let's just put it out there. And, you know, then everything will fall into place, but it, it falls right. someplace else, right? Not into place. 
I remember being in a room and listening to um, somebody who's got a really big business. And he was telling us how they'd done this launch that was like a million and a half dollar launch. And we're all like, oh, tell us. And the yeah. team worked 17 hour days for seven weeks. Yeah. The team. Yeah. So that million and a half launch did not net him nearly that much money. And right. I mean, and he loved every minute of it, right? It was great for him. Yeah. But I remember thinking, I'm never doing that. Never, never, never. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because as women, we are not designed to work that way. We're really not designed to do the ramp up and push for seven weeks until everybody around us is, is like collapses. Right. And it's not good for us and it's not good for them. Yeah. And um, there's a way we can do things with much more ease. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I, I've talked with people who've done similar things and, and as I hear them describe the process and it's like, that doesn't even sound appealing to me. I it doesn't sound <laughs> fun, does it? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. No. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, you, you, you know, a, a million plus in your launch and what kinds of relationships are you building from that? I mean, I, for me and my coaching, it's, it's a lot about building the relationship. Um, yeah, somebody told me something once, and I think this is really important for us to remember, um, is that there's different, like we're designed, everybody's designed differently. Mm -hmm. So my coaching is really an intimacy model, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I like to go deep with my clients. I like to take them on a journey. I like to work with them over time so we can like do a lot of different things and make a lot of progress. And, um, and so my groups are small. My live event is kept small. We rent small rooms because I'm not meant to be in front of, I, I mean, I can be, and it's fun to be in front of 500 people. Um, but if I had 500 new clients come in right now, it would drive me crazy because I wouldn't be able to <laughs> I wouldn't be able to know what each one was doing right. and I would feel like I couldn't help. There's some yeah. people who are brilliant in that space. Yeah. And they're meant to, to build huge audiences and help people on that grand scale. I think Marie Folio, we can look at her and what she does with B-School, you know, and, and B-School is brilliant, you know, but it's the basics of walking through how you get started. It's not the depth of, right. and then we're going to go do the inner child work. And then we're going to clear your ancestral patterns. And then we're going right. to like that stuff. And it's just knowing where you belong mm -hmm. helps so much in being able to know, okay, where am I going to focus? And I think that's another aspect of the feminine is like, I don't have to be like everybody else. Yeah. I just get to do my stuff. Exactly. And, and it takes the, the process to get to that point to know yourself well enough to know that's who you are and that's what you're here to do. Yeah. And you'll change how you know yourself. Yeah. And that's okay too. I remember um, talking with a group of, oh, it was, it was before a live event and um, I had a couple of collaborators there and we were talking about, oh, I'm changing my business. Oh, this is different. 
And we realized that it wasn't changing, it was evolving. And I think when we first get into business, we think, oh, I'm going to get my website done. Yay! And then I'm going to have my free gift. Yay! And the reality is that we are constantly, as human beings, growing and evolving. And therefore, our collateral is going to grow. It's going to evolve. It's going to change. The way that you coach now is going to be 100%. Well, maybe not 100%, but it's going to be different in five years. Your website, you're going to need to mess with it every couple of years and update things. Yeah. So um, I think that's something really important for people to know, because I think a lot of people who've been in business before are in that state of, oh, I have to evolve. And then a lot of people who are brand new are like, I'm going to get it done and be done. Yeah. And it's not true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So as you're describing that, I I work with a lot of real estate agents and and there are agents who had their picture taken decades ago and they've never updated it. (laughs) And uh, it, it reminded me of that, right? There are people who think I'm done. I've had my photo. I never have to do another photo. <laughs> then there are those who understand that it is an evolutionary process. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am such a photo slut. Oh, I hope I can say that on your show. Yes. <laughs> I, one of the things that I do in my coaching programs is I bring a photographer in mm-hmm. and have her shoot because visibility is a huge wound for women. So we get to work yes. through that. Yes. Um, but that also means I get to get my photo taken several times a year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a photo I, shoot done. I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm kind of the same. I, I have a really good contact who's a photographer. And so like when my hair changes and we discuss that, my hair is in the process of changing. So uh, when my hair changes, you know, every two, three months, I get a new photo. When something else changes, I get a new photo. It's just, it's yeah. fun. And yeah, it's uh, that was a big thing, you know, because uh, as you said, visibility is a big issue for a lot of us. And for a lot of years, I didn't want to be visible. I was invisible. Yeah. And so to become visible again is uh, progress. Right. And and then it, it becomes fun. Yes. And then it's fun. Yeah. And how can your people find you if you're hiding? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, they're not going to see us under a bushel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'd like to ask a couple more questions. Uh, first question is, is there an overarching principle, spiritual principle, any kind of principle that you would look at in your life and your business and you would point to it and say, that has helped me with my success and with my spiritual personal. Yeah, 100%. It's actually on the wall right behind me. I I actually made myself a little plaque. It sources my source. I love that. So I am not the source. Yeah. Although I am the source because I am of source. Yes. Right. But source is the source. So my clients aren't the source. My husband's income's not the source. Source is the source. I am part of source. I'm created of source energy. Therefore, I am source. Therefore, source is the source and I am source. I can create whatever I want. Yes, I love that. And and it's such a truth that we all should become aware of and remind ourselves of and live in. Yeah. Uh, 
consciously. Um, I, I've recently focused on the distinction between source and resource because we talk about resource. I have a resource for this, and it's like, no, I'm not resourcing. I'm sourcing. Um, yes, and that's that. exactly what you just said. I love that. Awesome. And final question: How can people get in touch with you? Oh, that's a great question. So we run a Facebook group. We the Royal We. My team and I run a Facebook group um, at Feminine Business Magic. We do a ton of fun stuff in there, lots of interaction. We, we do bragging every week. Bragging is a really powerful thing, both for healing and also for marketing. You got to be able to talk about what makes you great. Um, so that's at Feminine Business Magic in Facebook. And you can also find me on my website, which is juliefatch.com. Awesome. So all of that information will be in the show notes. Everybody, make sure you write all that down, check the show notes and connect with Julie and that fabulous group she just described. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, Julie, thank you so much for being here. I've so enjoyed our conversation. Me too. And thank you everybody for tuning in. Make sure you check in next time for High Frequency Mindset Podcast.